Hello and welcome back um, to Caroline's Commentary. Let's hit it off. Today we have so much to talk about um, between um, a little bit with hip-hop in breaking and film um, and then a tad bit of whacking boging finished by our last discussion talk about the culture of house dance and that is the plan today so let's get into it so um uh the second part of the last episode this is the second um reading from that, um, getting off the portrayals of masculinity in hip-hop dance films. So the reason I just wanted to address this is I felt like there was some good description and quotes from some hip-hop professionals themselves that I think will support the uh, three styles of hip-hop we're going to be discussing today. So, um, let's just remember that, um, hip-hop specifically breaking um you had in the bronx and bronx teenagers from the the reading it says that the bronx teenagers got their voices from their bodies their movements um hip-hop became a poetic language to convey messages stories emotions it was there essentially some could consider it an outlet um, and it sprouted from so many places. It had the ability and still has the ability to become so many other styles. Um, these variety of influences include the gospel, jazz, blues, disco, um, tribal traditions of Africa. Um, it serves as an interpretation um, of rap music as well, an expression of the self. Not of anyone, but of the self. Um, a quote that I, um, I laughed at was Grandmaster Flash, father of hip hop, when he said, "What of expressing how the music sounded, like a Fred Astaireish type of thing." So, in hip, like that's that's what it reminded him of was the hip hop music. Um, it sound sounded like a Fred Astaireish tapping type of thing um I thought that was funny um um and then the second quote I wanted to add into this podcast was breaking um from breaking gives the life of the story from Trisha Rose um she describes it as competitive acrobatic um pantomimic dance with outrageous physical contortions spins and backflips so it's intense um breaking alone is so intense and um we discussed that with Hamza um especially with the battling when you add that aspect as well um so we've covered breaking but I am going to transition into whacking and voguing um and then into house um so whacking voguing we had two videos that we watched but we've also performed and taken a few classes myself anyway um dabbled well we will say we've dabbled in these styles um 
So, both are very expressive movements. They come from not only external areas of the body, but internal as well. And both of them is about less about what it is and the specificity and more about the way it's performed and kind of the character, I think, at the end of the day. Um, I know I, I kind of had that question um, in class, but I definitely think it's more the character um, when it comes down to it. Um, and it can be completely individualized as well. Um, the Both of these styles specifically had have thick ties to the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and that is important to remember. Um, both from clubs in the West Coast. Um, and gestures are very significant parts of these styles. Confidence is key and is built upon in both styles as well both influenced, as we could guess, from pop culture. Um, and they can be com- performed in a competitive fashion or solely for entertainment purposes. And I think most have seen both. Um, so, just to get a little more specific, Voguing um, ha- was inspired by models and the magazines, whereas Whacking was inspired by movie stars. Uh, even specific people, I... I think Marilyn Monroe was possibly mentioned. Um, whacking was, uh, is a bit of a, uh, harder hitting. Um, and voguing could be a little looser. It depends how, how you see it, where you've seen it. Um, so both were hit by the AIDS epidemic, but whacking was hit harder because so many of the creators died from it. Um, but voguing was able to survive because, or it's said because there was such an emphasis on family in the specific houses, so they had a wider range of groups of people, possibly. Um, I feel like it could have like, been larger studios. That's kind of how I understood it. Um, and I think Whacking could have been a little smaller at the time. Um, and with that, Voguing has like the mother and the father and the children. Um, so you had the young people from the voguing, um, and then the, but the issue was the creators and the whacking, so where do you go from there, you know? Um, so whacking also has a deeper connection to the music and accents, um, with the melody and the rhythms, um, so that's also important, where voguing can stray away from the music a little easier, I think, um, one part of our study, our group study, was to look at Bill Shannon, and essentially, I, I would say this is him making things work. Um, he is a conceptually driven artist in the breakdancing genre, and he focuses on the moment movement creation as well as the social connections, and the most unique component of his work um, is the use of crutches, and... You might be thinking, okay, breaking, what's that to do with walking bogey? But my point is, between all these styles of hip-hop, breaking, voguing, whacking, even house, um, so many artists make things work. Because um, I know he had a hip abnormality um, and an issue with it. So just think of how many artists make that their, their artwork for them. Um, in these styles, and they all have the freedom to do so as well. Um, 
So next on, let's get into our last style of hip-hop, and that is house. Alright, so <laughs> I just wanted to make it intense. So house dance um, is also known as the underground house dancing. Uh, it was a dance form created in New York City and Chicago. This dance was derived in the clubs during the 70s, and it flourished in the scene with a communal vibe. So, big community. Um, yeah, house dancing had, had parties internationally with DJs and their dancers traveling around the world, playing for people. Uh, so you had DJ and a dancer, dancer and dancer, fast-moving exchanges, and, like, a game structure. Not a battling structure, but a game structure. And imaginative, sonic, and physical dialogues within. Um, another thing that was touched on was rave culture, which I knew that rave culture had a connection somewhere, some way, somehow in hip-hop. But I did not know it was with House. So that is really cool to know because I just recently have become kind of intrigued with rave culture. Um, mostly because I just started meeting people in college that are really into it. So that is like super, that like have nothing to do. Like they don't, they, you wouldn't, they wouldn't step foot in the dance world. But like, I just, I find that very interesting. Um, and we do want to separate that um, many house dancers are there to dance with rave culture even though unfortunately the bad apples of the group did bring in an influence with um inappropriate substances <laughs> illegal substances if you will um but overall house dance culture has a free and energetic yet smooth vibe um, house dance is a dance for expression and for having an overall good-ass time. The energy is positive and relaxed. And that is all I have for you this year. <laughs> I'm positive. Um, so that is all from me. Um, I hope you enjoyed your time with me, the time that we did have. Um, and I hope you have a great rest of your year. Peace out.